Welcome to episode four with Talia, the financial supply chain company. Today, we're looking at why leading companies care about the financial supply chain. Traditionally, the focus has been more on the physical supply chain. Why now do we see a bigger shift to understanding what the financial supply chain is? Here's what the experts say. Sure, I can start. Um, So first things first, so the, the physical supply chain, that was where the biggest pain was and it's most visible, right? You want to know where your goods are, where your shipment is, you want to track that. So that's where the innovation happened initially 20, 30 years ago and still today. I mean, Internet of Things, uh, uh, um, 3D printing, uh, augmented reality, still applicable and innovation in the physical supply chain. So that's the first one that happened naturally. Um, with the beginning of the, of the millennium, um, innovation in the informational supply chain. Electronic invoicing started like on 2000 around that. Uh, purchase orders got automated and so on and so forth. Brilliant. Um, and what we see for the last five, six, maybe eight years is the innovation, the natural involvement in the financial supply chain. And now it gets obvious those three things go together. They're perfect. They substitute, they, they, they complement each other well. I completely agree with Max on this. Um, I think where we saw the focus in the first couple rounds of technology booms was in the customer space, right? And and that's very tangible. We we understand, you know, B to C. Most people understand that the money flows there. Um, and we saw a couple rounds, you know, Web 2.0 and everything. I think now we're seeing that type of boom in the B to B technology space. Um, not everybody understands what happens in the back office of a large corporation in all of these buy-sell type arrangements, uh, but the technology has evolved quite a bit. It's there. We're seeing companies go out and IPO now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing if they haven't IPO'd yet, there's discussion of when they will, right? So there's a lot of financial pressure around that, um, and there's, there's, you know, to me, there's a bit of a mini boom going on in the, the B2B technology space right now, which is really exciting because it opens up all of these options. The companies I talk to now, they don't have one or two options. They have many and they can really look at the right fit for them um, across all of the providers. And now the role that technology plays. So again, if I go back to the physical supply chain, information supply chain, and now the financial one, I think there's a yeah a, a comparable uh, faced uh, event uh, if we look at just startups or, or general how technology evolved. If we look back 20 years ago, what was the first industry that uh, was brought online and disrupted? It was, it was the, the, the e-commerce. I mean, e-commerce like selling on Amazon, books, CDs, whatever it was at the very beginning. Then uh, more, just to, to get back to my, uh, uh, what I said before, it was the sharing of information. The sharing economy itself, like uh, uh, hospitality, Airbnb, um, transportation, Uber, Lyft, and so on. That happened eight, nine years ago, the starting of that, uh, the thinking of that. And well, the last big prize, the most regulated, the most complicated one comes at the end. That's finance, that's banking, that's insurance, and that's the fintech space. And that's naturally happening right now. And, and I think from the, the company or the buyer perspective, um, a lot of the companies I work with still struggle to get automated, right? They're mm-hmm. still working in paper um, and they're they're seeing those options out there. They understand the value and that's become more and more justified to automate the process. 
digitalize information, yeah. and then put all of these various solutions in place. We're talking about things, you know, when we're talking about supply chain financing and dynamic discounting, those are not things you can do on paper. Um, so there's a long maturity <laughs> curve that we're seeing, and, and I've actually seen companies try to do it with paper, yeah. call up our suppliers and see if they'll take payment early for a discount. That's not sustainable, right? We know that you can't be competitive and do those things in the long term. Um, so, you know, we've, we've seen this kind of uh, maturing of organizations. They had to get to a certain point technology-wise to be able to look at these more sophisticated supply chain finance options. Technology is one ingredient. It's, I would argue, the most important one, but there are others. But let's focus on technology. I mean, it is, mm -hmm. it is uh, it's very hard for a treasurer, and I'm just picking a treasurer as one example, um, to justify a project that takes 6, 8, 12 months to implement. Getting those IT resources together, super hard. So having a solution, having an offering that makes it simple for the treasurer with help of IT to get ready, to get started, to implement it, that's the key thing, that's one thing, that's, that's a key selling point internally for the yeah. treasurer. Um, and then having a solution that goes live fast, get value back fast is important. And then to Amy's point, having a solution that reaches all your suppliers. There are great solutions out there, very manual, paper-based, uh, not very sophisticated, that address 10, 20, 100 suppliers. Well, guess what? The companies we, we, we talk to and that probably are listening right now, they have thousands, tens of thousands of suppliers. Mm -hmm. You want to reach all of them. Technology is a key enabler for that. Stay tuned for more as we explore why companies like Coca-Cola Bottling, Home Depot, Pfizer, and other Fortune 500 companies are transforming their financial supply chain.